Hey everybody, before you enjoy this brand new season of Dyslexic and this wonderful episode that I've put out, I want to go ahead and give you a fair warning that the audio did get a little scrambled at times, so at times it does sound like we're talking over each other, whereas recording, it didn't sound that way, so I'm sorry about that, but I hope you enjoy the episode anyway, it's going to be tons of fun, and I can't wait for you to find out who wins this debate. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 3, Episode 2. Three seasons, I still don't have that soundboard. Probably not going to get it, so just get used to it. (laughs) But for the first time this season, court is back in session. This week, we are heading to the courtroom with one of the biggest cases we have ever had in theme park court. Now, let's jump into this episode. We are debating which Magic Kingdom nighttime parade is supreme. Will it be the main trilogical parade or spectral magic? It is a battle of the bulbs. I thought of that on myself, TM, you know, wh- whatever that means. Like, it's, it's there, so you can't use it. Trademark. Um, it's the battle of the bulbs. <laughs> Trademark, thank you. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like use a TM, whatever that means. I'm like, Stop, baby! <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I just, I was just like, I, <laughs> I just said it, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but as you've heard, I have two wonderful guests with me, but with such a massive case, I had to bring two passionate lawyers. First up, defending Spectro Magic is one of the best lawyers in theme park court, Timmy. Welcome back, Timmy. I'm back. <laughs> did you miss me, bitch? <laughs> I know I did. A lot. And I'm so happy to have you back on season I, three. I'm so happy. So thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Me. I'm so happy to be back. I wish I had um Parker's cowbell that he had to like help with the soundboard. <laughs> I know. I have to ask him. <laughs> when he comes down, whatever that is. Uh, I'm gonna be like Parker, bring cowbell. I need it. <laughs> the Queen of the North is is arriving. <laughs> the Queen of the North, and then there's Parker behind yep. her. Um, <laughs> but also with us is uh, our other lawyer who is new to the show, but has unbridled passion for the Main Street Electrical Parade. It's Courtney. Welcome, Thank Courtney. Thank you. So happy to be here. I am so happy to have you, and thank you so much for joining uh, us. When Timmy called for the boomers of Diz Twitter, I answered the call. <laughs> I, I mean, I was hoping for Keith, not gonna lie. I was hoping for Keith. <laughs> My dad would, like, love both parades. He just likes, like, That's the true. music, so he would not be yeah. able to argue either way. He'd be like, I'd go see them either right now, which, you know, fair, but <laughs> I... I have bailiff. a certain passion, so I'm very excited to be here to defend it. I, I am so excited to have you both here. I know both of you have such passion for these parades, and I especially know that Timmy likes to argue a lot because yes. I like to argue with him. <laughs> um, one of my favorite pastimes. So I say, let's uh, jump into the case. But before we do, if this is your first time listening to Theme Park Court here on Dyslexic, this is how it works. Each debate is sectioned into three parts. The episode sections for this debate are one, the music of the parade, two, the floats of the parade, and three, the legacy of the parade. Each lawyer will go one at a time defending their parade, and then we will go back and forth until we come to the end of the third section. Then I, as a judge, will make a verdict, and that will be that. And if you want to argue, you can argue with me on the internet, but we'll get there. Um, so let's get started. So, we're going to start with you, Courtney, since Main Street Electrical Parade came out first. So, Courtney, tell us all about the music for Main Street Electrical Parade and why it's better than Spectrum Absolutely. Magic. All right. So, the soundtrack for the Main Street Electrical Parade is the iconic Baroque Hoedown by Perry and Kingsley. It's recorded in a Moog synthesizer. And I like to think, because you know this parade... Um, debuted in the 70s it kind of reminds me of that last scene of carousel of progress like in the 70s we thought this is what the future was gonna be like these syntho sounds and the robot voice and so now it's like weirdly nostalgic of what we thought the future would be versus what it actually is 
Um, I have to talk about the intro. The only lyrics, lyrics, words in the parade is, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Magic Kingdom proudly presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination, so on, um, which is actually a variant of this is used in Paint the Night at Disneyland. So it's something that Disney has continued to reuse and hold up because it is so iconic and such a fun way to start. Um... I love this soundtrack because, you know, it's upbeat, it's happy all the way through. It's it's an earworm. It gets in your head and it makes you happy. And I love that it blends in the music from the related floats while still maintaining the synth energy. So it ties in in the Alice in Wonderland section, the Marianne birthday. In Cinderella, it ties in Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo and A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Has and you can fly so many of these iconic Disney songs, but it still fits in with the synth as a whole. It's very cohesive the whole way through, um, which I actually think Spectra lacks a little bit, um, but we'll let Timmy talk about that. Um, okay, okay. And I also uh, have to mention, I will talk a lot about my love for Pete's Dragon when we get to the floats, um, but it includes a version of Brazzle Dazzle Day, which I think Disney should be using in everything, in park music, in ads, because it's literally just about having an awesome day and there's nothing. I totally agree. Yes. I love Peach Dragon they... so much. And I'm just going to go ahead and interrupt. I love that song and it's not used enough because it, like, it is such, it's, it, 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 Brazzle Dazzle Day for Disney parks would totally be the we like to party for Six Flags Parks. Like, that's exactly they could, what it They could be, literally do, like, that, a modern so. cover of it and, like, put it in ads. It's just about having a great day with your family, which, what is more Disney World than that? Okay, Courtney, you need to sit down and listen to the Dreaming Up soundtrack because you will lose your mind oh my when gosh. you hear it. I've, I've heard I've, I've a clip of it that I've seen before with that section, but I will definitely have to sit down and listen to the whole thing yeah it it opens the parade like they were like we are using this now (laughs) but yeah i just think that the the baroque hoedown it's got a fun unique tune but that it also ties in a lot of the classic disney songs we know and love while keeping up a cohesive synth the whole way through and it just it makes you happy the whole time so i love this soundtrack i know it's controversial some people may say it's annoying, but some people think it's a small world is annoying, and that still holds up. So, oh, see, you ha- you just made very wonderful points, and um, I will say, Broke Hoedown goes down as one of the most iconic Disney musical scores of all time. So I can't, you know, I can't fault you there, not even a little bit. You're welcome. Now let's move over to Timmy. Timmy, tell us all about the music for Spectral Magic and why you think it's better than the music for Main Street Electrical Parade. Okay, so I want to preface everything that I'm saying with this small little fact. So first off, I am a Paint the Night stand. That is my number one. I love it to death. I will defend her. She is my favorite thing that Disney has ever done. Second, I have seen Spectral Magic once in my life. It was on my first trip, my first night ever like saw like it as it was as I was leaving the park because my family just did not want to stay Main Street Electrical Parade was the parade that was running on my program and it actually ended so I saw it on it's last night I like I I bought the t-shirt even um everything because like it was just it was it was such a magical night um, that being said, I still think that Spectrum Magic is the superior and that the music is superior, and here is why. So, basically, um, the Spectro um, parade music, I think it is, again, this is coming from someone who loves Paint the Night with, like, an undying passion, and that music makes me cry every time I hear it, but that's just me. But if you if I look at this objectively, Spectro Magic has the most tear-inducing soundtrack ever. Like, agree. I don't know a parade soundtrack that has come close. Like maybe Parade of Dreams. Um, but Scott will fight me on that one. Um, <laughs> I check out season two. Yeah. Um, but um, it's just like so. Uh. I don't think it has an official name, um, it, like because Baroque Hoedown um, actually 
was a thing that kind of existed before um, Mainstream Electrical um, took it, um, synced it, like did all that stuff, which is like so really cool that like it made it popular. But um, with um, uh, Spectrum Magic, they they wrote in a, a completely original song. Um, from and the only like title that I've seen is that they call it On This Magic Night, and I think and it its intro is so majestic and beautiful it's like these beautiful um uh like trumpets i'm pretty sure or horns and then it goes into um the like on this magic night a symphony a spectra magic and it's just uh it's so stunning and then jiminy cricket (laughs) i miss i miss him in the parks i miss him um introduces um the parade i forget uh it's like the splendor the sparkle the uh no the splendor the sparkling sensation and um at the time when it was running um because they kind of debuted them in tandem they debuted this parade with wishes and this parade would would run twice a night and then wishes would do it once but it would be after the first parade so it had this excuse me this wonderful synchronicity that like jimmy cricket was running the show for the evening like he was running everything that was going on so they tied kind of together like where spectro magic was um kind of about enjoying the magic magic in the music and then wishes was about wishing so it just kind of had like this nice flow but very different like topics um and like e- each of those soundtracks i feel like you could play them like next to each other and you'd be like that's like from like the same movie type deal um but it just has um this beautiful orchestral score it's a very grand like something you hear in a concert hall i feel throughout yeah it's very like it 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 sounds like pixie dust that that's what gives it gives me like that kind of noise like i think this parade gives like that noise i think um paint the night does even though paint the night also samples um baroque hoedown i don't think mainstream electrical does so much it has like the like it gives the light noise but i don't think it gives gives pixie dust as much as um this parade does and it also like because it is orchestral and it does have like live singers harmonizing and stuff it it goes from like that into um the spectrum men making their like little noises over it um and then it transitions into um, various songs, but like it's very smooth. I feel um, like I feel like it, it. It almost like feels like it's supposed to be there because it goes from that opening like um, section and um, uh, the the whole like musical section with um, the the genie or well at one point it was Roger Rabbit um, with just like conducting this. Stan Roger yeah. Rabbit conducting the spectrum magic orchestra and then it goes right into um a sleeping beauty section with that has um i think it is once upon a dream that is playing and then it goes into the little mermaid and then it goes into um fantasia uh which like all orchestral so i feel like they really made specific like choices with what they had in the parade in regards to the soundtrack so i feel like the soundtrack is kind of the base of the parade like it's really kind of what holds everything together and kind of is what stands out like i i know every person like that whenever we talk about this parade this is the first thing that comes up is like spectrum magic's soundtrack is just absolutely stunning from beginning to end and the beautiful the thing that i love the most is so it plays kind of just some the da 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 like but with the actual singing at the beginning and the end and then it kind of just blows into the other pieces with the talking and various characters um speaking like sebastian and the genie and ariel and um uh like all of that um and it even manages to like make um the because it kind of has sheering music but then it goes into um uh the turnbox sequence on night on ball mountain and it makes that like kind of crescendo which is like really beautiful and then it goes right back into the nice joyous stuff and then it has another verse that um it it goes like back to like the on this magic night but then at the end it says let this night forever living your dreams and then like that's how the parade ends is that's what you hear 
And I think that is one of like the most moving, most quintessential Disney things you can ever hear in a parade is like, just like remember this day forever. Like, um, Paint the Nights thing is like, when can I see you again? And then we have Major Electrical, which ends with the bacon. Um, um <laughs> whatever please respect that means. for our women in uniform. Thank you. I, I, I wasn't shading them. <laughs> I was shading what they are holding. Whatever the crap that is. Um, I don't know. I really thought you were talking about Kelly Mantle for a second until I realized what you were talking <laughs> Kelly about. Kelly Mantle? No, because at the end of Main Street Electrical, again, I've seen this parade a lot. I was trained on Main Street Electrical, by the way. I was trained on Main Street Electrical and Painted Night. So, um, again, the tea is here. Um, but, like, at, but at the end, just to explain for people, well, Courtney's probably going to get into it later, but they at the end of the parade, it's like a salute to America that they have, and it just... It's very random, and um, uh, Spectrum Magic doesn't do that. Their their ending is consistent with the music. It's like this big. What they do with most parades now is that the end of the parade is just a bunch of Disney characters and like um, all of that. But um, we're, we're I'm we're not talking about that. We're talking about the soundtrack. And I don't know. I just think the soundtrack is like the way it kind of like leaves you off on like such a like lovely like feeling like oh my god like it's like the perfect end to a magical day like maybe you'll you'll go see wishes after maybe it's a second parade who knows but um i just think that spectro magic it's such a nice it, it um it's not like a parade that's meant to like be kind of, i mean it does kind of become an earworm because the dun 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 like once you hear it like in the actual thing, like, not my awful singing with me doing snaps like I'm actually conducting an orchestra. Um, it kind of it kind of <laughs> sticks with you, and you're just like, oh, like, uh, it, it just, I don't know, I just think that it, it is the most beautiful parade music that has ever been written for being an original, which is, excuse me, which is very kind of rare. Like, I mean, I know Magic Happens is, um, entirely original but i have some thoughts on the parade soundtrack um but i think this one just i think they just perfected it like i think this is their peak above any other parade because a lot of the parades kind of rely on like another song like a popular song like sensational um kind of relies on a certain song which just changed lyrics pink the night relies on when can i see you again but spectrum magic made its own original song with a whole orchestra and made it infused with all these other pieces of iconic Disney music because I feel like when you think um, back to like uh, because this parade came out in the 90s and lasted until the 2000s the big uh, movies that um, kind of were known for their music for having this big kind of like sweeping music were Summa Beauty Fantasia and The Little Mermaid. Like, I feel like it covers kind of different eras, but like the ones that kind of stick out musically. So I just, I, I think it's absolute perfection. I don't think anyone can clock it. Thank you. Those were all very excellent arguments. Thank you. You're welcome. So now we're going to head over to the second section of our debate which are the floats of each parade so courtney can you tell us about the floats of the main street electrical parade and why you feel they are superior yeah, to absolutely. spectrum magic um so i saw spectrum magic she's like yes I saw i'm spectrum ready magic um a couple times as a kid as well and what i always remembered was like <laughs> of white lights and, you know, I went back and rewatched it on YouTube and there are, you know, there are some colorful sections. The Little Mermaid section is very colorful, but there is a lot of white and gold light, whereas Main Street Electrical Parade is pretty much bold colors and bright lights all the way through, um, which is my preference. I think it's more entertaining, more exciting. Um, the parade starts with a Tinkerbell float, which 
as we all remember, the fireworks used to pretty much kick off with Tinkerbell flying. So I like that the parade also started with that. Similar to how there's like cohesion from Spectra Magic to Wishes, there's also cohesion with the parade starts with Tinkerbell and the fireworks start with Tinkerbell. Uh, Mickey rolls in on an iconic train, which is the most Disney thing ever. We all know Walt loved trains. I love seeing Mickey in his classic outfit on the train. Minnie's there in her classic outfit. Goofy's there. It's just these are the characters we love on a train, which Walt loved so much. And then it goes on with floats that cover a lot of the early classic films, which makes sense because the parade is from the 70s. We see the Seven Dwarfs. We see Pinocchio. We see Peter Pan. We see Cinderella. Uh, These are movies that are quintessentially Disney, but are still really popular even through all the decades that Main Street Electrical Parade has run through, like Peter Pan and Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs are still crazy popular with kids. Um, What I really like about this parade is that there's a really good mix of big floats and smaller pieces. So there are a lot of huge floats that kids have to look up to see, but then there are characters walking in front, there's the turtle with glasses, there's the bugs that twirl around. So it's a nice mix of different things to catch your eye on different levels. Um, They're so cute! And the turtle with the glasses and a hat. Um, So great. He's so distinguished. I bet he went to Yale. (laughs) He went to Yale. He went to Yale. He did the Disney College program on a semester off from Yale. No, he he shades all the people who did Disney College programs. Like, mm -mm. (laughs) no. So a couple... Yes, no. We don't do that at Yale. Peasants. (laughs) Um, So a couple sections I really love. Um, The Cinderella section, starting off with the mice walking around. Then we see Cinderella in her beautiful carriage. And then the huge canopy with princes and princesses dancing underneath. Um, Just, you know, iconic imagery for kids who love princes and princesses. And then there's a clock tower, which is a transition piece because it is both the clock striking midnight and it's Big Ben for Peter Pan because then next is Peter Pan on the pirate ship. Um, I also love the Snow White section with Dopey sort of leading the pack, driving in his little mine car, then Snow White and the seven dwarfs dancing and then the dwarves working in the mine. Of course, I've talked about it before. I'm going to talk about it again. We see Elliot the dragon and Pete on top waving down, talking to his fans. It's so great. Most of the little kids have no idea who he is anymore, but everybody loves a dragon, you know? It's still, like, fun for kids to see a giant dragon, even if they don't exactly know what it is. And he does disappear and reappear like in the movie. So great. And then it ends with the giant piece of bacon. But we have to remember, you know, this was the 70s. Disneyland and Walt Disney World had a lot of, you know, America-based attractions. They had great moments with Mr. Lincoln. We have the Hall of Presidents still. It's just a fact of the times that people wanted it to end. And honestly, like, that appeals to middle America. So good for them. And I love the dancers. I love the women in uniform. Their choreography is always perfection. And it's a long float, which I think is is really impressive. I've, I've seen it get stuck before. Um, not great when that happens but it just shows the magnitude of something that large being in the parade um so i love all the floats i think they do a great job with colors as i said things on different levels things at eye level things that you have to look up for um a lot of iconic characters that still hold up really well and i wish i could watch it right now Those were very excellent arguments. I, w- I do want to add that I I am a sucker for Alice on top of the mushroom and Elliot, sorry, Pete, um, on top of Elliot and how they're able yes. to interact with the crowd. That brings me for a sure. lot of joy. They could still do it, you know, social distancing. Uh, they're way more than six feet up. <laughs> they really could. Um, but I love that interaction with uh, those two characters throughout the parade. And I really just think that needs uh, an extra point. Although I am the judge, I'm going to put that in there. And I probably will add some okay. enemies as that well. Is, so don't that worry. is fine. I'm always <laughs> glad to hear praise about the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Now, Timmy, over to you. Tell us about the floats for Spectrum Magic and why you think they are superior to the Main Street Electrical Parade floats. All right. So I had like a bit of a hard time um, kind of putting this one together because when I rewatched it, like I kind of realized how similar both parades are. Like there's not really too much of a difference, which I mean, the thing is, is that Main Street Electrical was supposed to be done. Like they, they finished with it. Um, Main Street Electrical went back to Disneyland um, because that's where it originated. And Spectrum Magic was, it. it is and was, um, uh, a ma- the one Magic Kingdom exclusive uh, nighttime parade. Like, no other park has had it. Disneyland hasn't had it. None of the international parks have had it. It is completely Magic Kingdom original, which you can't say about um, any of... Well, I mean, um, Dream Lights is um, exclusive to Tokyo Disneyland, um, but for Paint the Night and Main Street Electrical, all those have been in multiple parks. Um but it really was meant to be, it was kind of the first attempt to be a successor to Main Street Electrical and kind of be like, okay, so we have the formula because when they originally did Main Street Electrical, um, it was very different than what it is today. Like, um, I know you mentioned, Courtney, that um, the parade opened with Tink, which if you go back, originally it was the Blue Fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it it has changed so much like originally like the floats were all flat like it was very much what um the electrical water pageant is um because that was kind of the predecessor in a way to um what became the mainstream electrical it just kind of excuse me like just kind of like based off everything so but then um moving forward to um the uh to spectro it it was very much um a lot of the same technology because it really was um so sorry um (laughs) i'm getting distracted um it was really um just like they they were like we have everything we need but we're gonna like try to plus it a little we're kind of gonna try to um not just kind of throw things in and hope they work like they kind of did with mainstream electrical we're gonna put put together kind of a um more cohesive parade which is why um they kind of went with more of um the gold accent lighting but um the thing is is the thing that they do with that lighting is at certain points in the parade um it switches from that to color so um the opening of the parade and the ending are all white but it, the middle sections they switch back and forth um when um uh they each go into like their own songs like for um the same beauty section um when it goes into songs, all the flowers and everything turns into um, colors. So like it, it, it does go into that. So it, it kind of flows with the music. That's kind of like the big thing they did is that the parade is very much guided by the music. So um, everything that like you see, especially on Mickey's float, this is probably like the most impressive float because it's Mickey conducting the Spectrum Magic Orchestra. And he has like a long cape with like mirrors and there's like little lying fog coming out. Um, he has like um one of those little ball things where if you put your finger to it, it like it, it attracts like the electricity, and so it's, it looks like he's making the magic, and it's just uh, it's so wonderful. But that's not the opening float. The opening float is the ever iconic Spectro Men, the creepy clown men that everyone talks about when you talk about Spectro Magic. I, love I absolutely so love them. I love them in their original form with the mask, and I love them later on when they were just painted white or whatever it was. I personally prefer the mask, and I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Because I already talked about how much I love the turtle. Um, I love the turtle and the Spectrum Men very equally, and I prefer the mask Spectrum Men over the face paint and nose prosthetic yeah i think i kind of can agree with that um but they have like a really cool um opening float because um it starts like because the parade obviously starts with like the trumpets and the horns and so the first float is them with the trumpets and the horns and they just have this fantastic choreography and stuff like it it literally looks like they're playing them it's just uh it's so wonderful and then it has kind of um I think it's like a Calliope um, type thing, like like one of those old things that would play music through like little tubes 
um, and such, and it has some um, spectrum magic on the side, it has some more spectrum men just giggling and whatever, making all like the Timmy. noises. Um, it's just really. Hmm? Timmy. Do you mean Calliope? I thought it was Calliope. It's Calliope, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure Calliope. it's Calliope. Um... I swear, I because I, I swear. Hang on, I'm gonna fact check us. Oh my god, <laughs> I never knew that there was no, another way to pronounce Timmy, it. No, we're wrong. Please do, because I will gladly be stupid. It is. Dang. Wow. Kick us out of court. Oh my gosh. Look at me being educated. You did. You <laughs> were the turtle. Timmy and I were doing our college program, watching the election. Yep. <laughs> yep. You and the turtle were at Yale. <laughs> is that is is that gonna be the running I'm joke this episode? Me and Courtney, Courtney doing the Disney college program is like, <laughs> well, we don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you did the college. <laughs> there was blood on the sound. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, th- that was good. oh, thank you. Thank Friday. you. But anyways, back to my parade. Um <laughs> So, um, but the thing that I love about Spectre Magic, because it reminds me of Pink the Night, um, is uh the last part of um kind of the Spectro Men is that they have these three um moving ball floats which this is the first time they kind of did this because before like um courtney said they were um like the turtle and those characters that just like went around and, like swam but they actually had the spectrum man on top and so these things would spin and they'd just be like giggling and like waving and it was just cool and um i think they even plus that even more by putting it in um paint the night and having uh, Mickey, Minnie, Mickey Donald's, I mean, Minnie Donald and Goofy on them with their um, paintbrushes. Um, but I, I, I love how, like, they introduced that because it, it adds, like, a whole other level of kinetic energy because it's not just um, uh, floats that kind of get to do that type of thing, that kind of get to have personality and, like, move around in, like, an interesting way. It's, at, like, it's them with the people. Like, they, they kind of complement each other so I think that's cool um and then obviously we get Mickey and his gorgeous float with the mirrors and the fog and just this glorious entrance of Mickey um in like the absolute best way and like looking stunning and dapper and then um behind him um then it goes into kind of the the music of Spectrum Magic which um it has a whole extra conducted um first it was on um, roger rabbit so this was one of um the few times roger rabbit um uh, ever appeared in um, a long-running parade um because he had like little short stints but this was like one of his big ones because like he actually talks um not in the way that like um elliot or alice did in um mainstream electrical but he had like lines and um then it just um goes down the flow and it has um i know it has um uh the harp from mickey and the beanstalk is on that flow which is like just like really obscure random character but it fits um along with um like dancing cellos it just kind of flows with like that like we're conducting this magical um orchestra type deal um oh, oh did i mention that the genie was um the one that replaced um roger rabbit i don't know if i did i don't think i did okay (laughs) um but uh it's just like it's again like a really interesting kind of thing to do with all of that and like having a character like the genie or roger rabbit in um kind of like uh tails and like looking fancy and then like after that we also get um chip and dale on the piano and they just like fit like I i think this is one of the best uses of those two characters having them in in their tails on a piano where they slide back and forth on the piano like they're a Liberace or something. Like, you know, love that gay shit. Um, And... I don't know. They're not brothers, so we don't know. Which I... I just found that out last year and it really just, like, destroyed my world that I found out that they're best friends. Well, they're best friends. I, I, I just did air quotes. And they were um, roommates. And they were roommates. But anyways, um, 
it, it's just I, I don't know I just love like again like really interesting uses of like kinetic energy on these floats with like the characters and then um it follows um right into Sleeping Beauty gets its whole section which if you know me this is a movie I've loved since I was a child um like before even like the ones that like I really love like this was the and this was kind of like the ground of it and they focus on the fairies like there's not aurora there's not um prince philip there isn't maleficent it's just this like woodland fairy section and it has a float for every single fairy so you first see fauna um on her float with all the flowers um then flora and then merryweather and it's just uh i i just I just love that they got represented and it, the music is just so beautiful there. And like when the floats like go from like the white and changes into the color, it's so striking. And um, we also get like butterflies in between them. They have actually like spinning little things so like like um, like a little bee spinning around. It's just, uh, it's so cute. Um, and then um, from there we go into uh, the Little Mermaid section. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, if I'm wrong, uh, I, I know I'm, I, I, I have the right flips. Okay, good. Um, You're right. Then, uh, which um, is like just, I mean, it's a little mermaid. Like what, what else could you expect? But I think the coolest thing about this float is we actually have um, uh, uh, King Triton, like act, like it's not like a, like a mock-up or anything. It was actually an actor. Um, as King Triton at the end of the float, enjoying um, Sebastian's uh, little um, conduct- uh, him conducting the orchestra, which um, that animatronic in particular has had a long life um, across many, many parades. I think he, he is actually reused in um, Festival of um, Fantasy. Um, so, like, that's pretty cool. Uh, and, like, obviously Ariel's on the float and, like, a bunch of... And I think Flounder's on it as well, but I, I just think King Triton being there is like really cool. Like you never see that. And then um, of the main movie floats, the last one we get is we get a huge Fantasia section, which is another movie that is never represented anymore. Like they never bring out these characters, but they literally like have a whole flow um, with um, the hippo, and they have the ostrich. The ostriches. They have the Bacchus float, um, which is the god of wine. Um, from uh, that sequence. Um, and then you get uh, the Diana flow with all the Pegasi. Um, it's just like these really grand, interesting floats and like interesting characters in the sea. But the big thing about this float is Chernabog. So, like, Chernabog, like, like you think, like, oh, like they probably just like may look like a mountain with wings. But no, it is when he comes in, his wings are shrouding him. And then all of the sudden, at a certain point in his music, because it goes like through um, all of the music that's like represented and then ends with Night on Bald Mountain, and his wings unfurl to either side of the parade route, and you can see his face. And it's just this massive wingspan. Just like, uh, it's like one of the most intimidating things. Like, th- this was like pre um, Maleficent and. Um, uh, Festival of Fantasy like it, it was before like Breathing Fire and stuff and I mean he, he there is fog that like shoots up and there's like a, a red like lamp like a gel that like makes it look like fire and it's just it, it's so grandiose and intimidating and at night with like the glowing eyes oh, just iconic and then the, the last section is um, it's a bunch of floats but it's just kind of um, a montage of like various characters um throughout like um uh disney history like iconic characters like they have them walking with um the lights in their costumes which like was different so like um mainstream electrical did the same thing but the way they did it it was really heavy and so this i think they kind of use a different type of light which is really interesting it makes it easier for the performers to move in um but like we get um like the big bad wolf we get the three little pigs um we get Peter Pan, we get Alice, we get, um, Br'er Fox was in this section at one point, um, Br'er Bear is there, uh, we get a lot of, like, um, like, Donald Duck is in this section as is Minnie, like, so, like, a lot of the classic characters, um, are all in this just 
beautiful like white ending like very much like the ending of um small worlds and it's just um it's just like a nice like little happy beautiful ending with like the like let this night forever live in your dreams and you just could see all these characters that get to walk around like um the queen of hearts is even in this section um captain hook it's just this like lovely little party at the end but it's a spectrum magic party so it has an elegance to it so it's just it's wonderful because they all like also match with um their little uh golden outfits so uh, i think that has like a nice cohesion right up until the end of the parade so i think it's very cohesive um it definitely doesn't um go for like some really big things but i think it has like kind of a beginning middle and end that i think really works for spectrum magic whereas I think mainstream electrical, like it has a strong beginning, but then it kind of just ends, I guess, for me. Like it's like you start out with like Tinkerbell or whatever and you end with America. It's like, what's Disney about that? Um, but this is like Disney through and through, but still like fitting that musical um or orchestral theme. Timmy just called Disney un American. Blast that on Twitter. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I do want to add into this since I also added at the end about Elliot being a really cool float. I also want to add that in Spectrum Magic, there was oh also an my god, Ursula how did I float forget about with that? a live actor oh, who my god, portrayed Ursula at the top. How did I forget about that? That that float. Stunning. Um, and I know from a very good source. Um, I will not say who that is, but I think from a very good source that um, the actors. Oh no! No, I, I thought um, you were gonna say what? that um, uh, the float was because I, I'm I'm pretty positive about this. I think they might have recycled it from Disneyland's Fantasmic because it's very similar to what they had. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, but I, I know from a very good source that. Uh, the actor in the Ursula float, uh, it was a very painful part because you were not allowed to put your arms down. Um, and you also, uh, <laughs> I just think it's kind of funny, the safety hooks um, for the performer's harness, like yeah. in the thing, because it spun around. It was like one of those spinny ball floats. <laughs> um, the hooks were in the booth. And I just oh think my god. Funny. Oh god, and that, what, you were in that for like 40 minutes maybe? Um, Mm -hmm. and you could not put your arms down because it was not safe to do so so you had to basically just Uh use a lot of arm strength and point at people a lot gesture (laughs) wave and point wave and point gesture just just like (laughs) ignore the pain very true (sighs) we'll just have to make it it's like 20 minutes we'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) And then if it breaks, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh, 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 and I just remember it also has, um, like, with uh, the turtle and that thing, they also do have, um, fish that do the same thing and kind of interact with the crowd, but it's just, it's fish, so I, I guess it's not as impressive as the turtle, but whatever. There are other impressive things in Spectro Magic, <laughs> such as the music. <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to move on to our final section of the debate. This is where you can really hammer it in to get this verdict in your favor. It is the legacy of each parade. So, Courtney, tell us about the legacy all right. of so, the Main Street Electrical technically, Parade. Technically, it all began with the electrical water pageant. But in terms of nighttime parades in the parks, it all began with the Main Street Electrical Parade. That came before everything else that we talked about. And the music and script are still incorporated into parades around the world. You hear parts of it in DLR's Paint the Night. You hear parts of it in Hong Kong's Paint the Night. You hear parts of it in Dreamlights in Tokyo Disneyland. And it's because it's a parade that just makes people happy and reminds them of these Disney classics and these Disney characters that they've loved for so long. People love this parade. They've loved it for years. I think it's a lot of nostalgia. Again, like I said at the beginning of what we thought the future was gonna be like combined with these beloved characters. This parade has been running on and off since 1972 on both coasts. It went to Paris for a bit too. 
um, this parade is never going to die. 50 years from now, it will be the 100th anniversary of Walt Disney World, and I am pretty sure they are going to bring this parade back um, because they just never get rid of it. And I think that's a lot to be said about that, something that people lined up to see in 1972 and then still lined up to see in 2019 because it really is just pure joy. It's bright colors, it's happy music, it's characters that you love. It's iconic. And I don't think Spectra would exist as it is without it. Paint the Night definitely wouldn't exist as it is without it. So the legacy is really that it's where it all began. And it still holds up today and people still love it. So I would go watch it tonight if I could. I've seen this parade at least a hundred times. I saw it for the first time. I went back and looked at my old tweets. I saw it for the first time in like 2012. And then I was on the college program. I worked pack. I saw it a hundred times and I just saw how happy it made people. And I think there's something to be said about something that's just a good time from start to finish. Sure, it may not have like an emotional punch about making dreams come true or remembering this night forever. But you're just happy and it's just a fun way to cap off your day at Disney World. So I would say it's nostalgic, it's joyous, and it's going to outlive all of us. And that's the legacy of the Main Street Electrical Parade. Those are all very exceptional points that has given me a lot to think about. And I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Um, but now... Let's head over to Timmy. Timmy, okay, tell us about the so legacy of first, Magic. And to um, counter some of your points, Courtney, not everyone loves this parade because I did not. I was trained on that parade. <laughs> I saw it more times than I ever saw Spectra Magic. Um, and the one thing that that parade was good for was making the line short, giving me more time to hang out with Tinkerbell in the hollow. So... I, I'm gonna say that I think it is it ha- is aged very poorly. Um, I think it had a time that came and went, and I think for its time it was good. I think like the people who love it don't know any different. Um, I mean, ma- I mean maybe you're an exception, but every person that I know that has seen um, Main Street Electrical and Spectro Magic or Main Street Electrical and Paint the Night or a mix okay, of that group. Okay, stop Paint the Night privilege into us. Some of us tried to go see Paint the Night and ended up seeing the Main Street Electrical Parade again. <laughs> well, well, someone could have come visited me while I was working at Disneyland and Paint the Night was running and I was uh, watching it every night, um, but someone decided not to. So, like, you know, that's your own fault. Um, oh, But anyways... I, I people who have seen otherwise all agree that Maestro Electrical overstayed her welcome. She just kept on coming back and just made a nightmare. And uh, Spectro isn't. Maestro yeah, but um, why hasn't Spectro come back to me? Okay, let me get into that. <laughs> let me get talking into about that aging because... poorly. <laughs> oh, honey, sweetie. Okay, let me get into that because. So, again, as I said, Spectra was what replaced um, Mainstream Electrical, which, I mean, you can say it's the blueprint, but really Electrical Water Pageant is the, the blueprint. That's where it all began. So thank her for all the other parades that we got. Um, but uh, with Spectro, um, so what happened with Spectro was it ended in 2010. Um, it was supposed to be a temporary uh, ending, and they brought back um, the Electrical Parade um, for... Summer Nightastic, so it's only supposed to be a few months, which is, like, really cute. Like, yeah, that's fun. Great. Um, I've heard, like, 20 gazillion things about what happened exactly. Um, I don't know if this is on Disney's part or what. I I generally don't know, because it was supposed to come back. It was supposed to be um, what was probably going to end during my college program back in 2016, but for some reason... Um, it didn't come back. And so it left because a lot of people, I think, went, went and in 2010 expected it to be back like within a few months. And it wasn't. And so it's kind of left, it kind of has a sad legacy, to be honest. And I think it's kind of left almost this feeling that we're never going to get anything but the electrical parade, um, which is like really sad. But it also like, 
that like maybe we will get a new nighttime parade. I don't know. Um, but I think it shows that people do want something new. Like, um, I just think that Mainstream Electrical, like it has time and I think we, again, we keep moving forward. Like people always tell me that when I complain about things like um, Maelstrom or the great movie ride, like we need to move on and we've just not moved on from Mainstream Electrical. And the fact that Spectro was just kind of tossed, but like, I mean, they also, because it was so loved, they ended up turning around and like, well, we have pieces of the float, so we're going to put them in pins. So they came out with a whole series of pins that featured each of the floats. I have two. I have um, one with Spectro Men, um, and then I have one of Meriwether, um, which I wasn't in the Disney parks at the time, so I had to get them off of eBay on like massive... Uh, yeah, it was uh, like sixty bucks oh a pin. Um, uh, it, I mean, it wasn't that uh, bad, but it, it was it was pretty high. Like, like like they were like bidding, but a lot of people like weren't bidding very high because it's such an people don't realize like how niche pin trading uh-huh. really is. Um, and the thing is, like Spectro is like um, not unfortunately not as well known. Like because I, again, the electrical parade like kind of like changed the game. Um, when it came out, whereas, like, Spectro was, like, the follow-up. Like, I remember when I went to, um, Disney for the first time, I thought it was gonna be that, the Main Street Electrical Parade, because that's what was in all the vacation planning videos for, like, during, like, the 2000s, because that was the first time it came back, and, the, and they put, they, like, revamped Spectro Magic, and then it came back, um, and, um, and, and then that's when they got rid of Robert, Roger Rabbit because of, um, copyright things with, um, that studio, um, I forget what I. Yeah. Oh, that that could be a That's whole an thing. Um, but um, it just like I think like Spectrum Magic. Um, it just like it shows that like for people who saw it, like we want to see something different. We want to still see like the moving forward and the innovation because there was a lot of interesting things that Spectrum Magic did. Um, that. Mainstream Electrical didn't, and it shows like that it keeps moving forward, and we we've seen that more with um, Paint the Night, and then um, Mainstream Electrical Parade Dreamlights. Like it, it's essentially almost the exact same parade. It uses a lot of the same technology, but like they plus it. Like the I, the Elliot in that parade is like ten times like as detailed as the one that's in the Mainstream Electrical. Like oh my god, it's just like Mainstream Electrical. I think she's had her time. I think she has like I-, I think if i if she if she didn't come back as much as she was i don't think she'd be as hated um whereas i think spectro is like we all love her because we didn't have her as long as we wanted to and we wish we did and so we all just really hold on to her and like love her in a very different way um i think people who saw the progression and the growth and kind of saw the groundbreakingness of mainstream electrical like love for that reason but i think spectrum magic shows that like that that we had something for a short period of time and, and i think that we need just to keep moving forward i think it's just um a testament to um all that walt wanted for the parks in terms of parades that um as much as like i think she deserved a little bit longer um that i think like it's time for um as a lava say we need a new night parade i don't want it to be mainstream electrical i think mainstream electrical she got her goodbye. I was there. It was one of the most magical nights I've ever experienced. Um, I still don't like that parade that much, but the way the energy on nights like that, um, much like um, how people felt when like Paint the Night left Disneyland for the first time, or when I left California Adventure, or when I went to see it for the last time, um, it's just like a special energy in the air. Um, and just a love and i think we got to say goodbye to it and i think disneyland got to say goodbye to it too um but we never got to say goodbye to spectrum magic so i think it's she needs a redemption i don't think i want the same parade i think i want them to because they obviously have technology that could improve it but um i just think that there's a legacy where what happened to her is she like people still think about her people still ask about her what could we do next that's just i think that's the legacy that Spectrum Magic leaves is that we're going to keep moving forward, um, doing new things, trying new stuff, and I think that there's something like for Spectro 2.0 coming. 
Thank you. Those were also very fantastic arguments. So, the time has come for me to come up with a verdict for this really difficult debate. Like, genuinely, (laughs) y'all made it harder than I thought it was going to be. We we are earth signs. We are stubborn and we will fight um, to the end. True. I have a whole Word document with all my research. Like, (laughs) I came prepared. (laughs) I am looking at a wall. (laughs) I love it. That's what Um, I did. I looked everything up and I was like, it's all in the old noggin. So I am going to um, have a short recess. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Um, I did say short. Uh, I am going to have to give... I'm going to have to give this one to... Woo! I can tell you went to Yale because you are a, a brilliant, brilliant man. Scott, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. It's fine. <laughs> Look, I'm going to explain as the ju- order in the court to me. Gosh. Um, you do that to Courtney when she was like, oh my god, yay! <laughs> my reasoning. I contained myself quickly. I'm ready to listen. <laughs> I'm ready to listen. I only did it because you were like, your wrong opinion. The the only, uh, the reason it has done that is because Major Electrical Parade Um, Although I am a bigger fan of Spectral Magic and also feel as if it is a superior parade within this, within the the confines of this debate, Major Electrical Parade has some of the most iconic floats. Its music is legendary and used in multiple parades, like she said. And its legacy is, it still hasn't, it's still not gone. It's Nicki Minaj. She needs to go. You can't get rid of me, Give us something new. Give us Um, something different, Okay. Well, that, I mean, that, that's the thing. Even in the new, new versions, you still have references to Manchester Electrical Parade, even in other countries. Where, although I, again, personally feel Spectro is the better parade, um, due to its really creativeness, Spectro was not treated fully fairly. Spectro is the rock and sakura of oh, um, the Disney oh Park parades. God. Was that treated super fairly? You, you, no, you're no. It just makes tell me, me sad. I'm, tell me I'm wrong. Uh, it just uh. I, sh- I should have added that Paint the Night also is getting treated like shit. <laughs> That's another story for another day. True, but um, Spectro did. You know, it didn't get it didn't get the the proper love and care it should have from the Disney parks, and so they, you know, it, it was dismantled and was given to people in pins uh, like yourself um i do feel as if it ran for you know another decade or so like main trilogical parade did i mean um i think spectro would have had a lot of influence and uh lo- more love and admiration than it did because it really was just a yeah. 90s and 2000s parade um and you know it it, it opened in like 90 96 i think and so, yeah. uh, and closed in 2010. So you know, it 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 had a it had a longer run for a parade, but not yeah, not not as long as most parades. Not as not anywhere near, you know, celebrate a dream come true or um, sensational. I, or I think it might have run longer than sensational or any of those. Actually. So, sensational had a had a short life over there. I, it, it it may have sensational just felt like, just felt to me like it had been there. Yeah, yeah, um, no, no, because Parade like of Dreams was decades, the fiftieth, so. and and it it ran over, and then Sensational true, was the next parade, true. and it only lasted like uh two years after the sixtieth. So we'll we'll yeah well again that's relevant. Back to you, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine no I, I i appreciate the fact check um but yeah so so w- within the confines of this debate i do feel main electrical parade does um fit the categories the best and um deserves to if win it was paint debate. the night to be different <laughs> so with all that being said mm, 
don't think about that. Um, <laughs> I only I'm like that cook on TikTok. No other like, to I guess make we'll never mad. know because I will never ever get to see Paint the Night. Um, <laughs> uh, Courtney, we're going to Hong Kong and we are going to see it. I will let you hold my I've never paint. Seen it I will. I will induct you into the cult. Oh my that is what I will yes. do. You will. Look, I'm fine with Paint the Night Cold. It, it's just the other one. We're not like getting into this again. <laughs> we're not getting into this. Oh my god. It's a song Welcome from Brother Bear. <laughs> it was introduced <laughs> by Julie Kool-Aid Andrews. How right dare now. you disgrace a parade that was introduced by Julie Andrews? I. Mm-mm. Well, you can leave, Ooh, okay? Wait, until you go to Disneyland, you have no ground to stand on. It's literally his podcast. I can't. It's my courtroom. Can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> I can find your phone. I, I love how it's now that we're arguing. Like during like like the little like sections, like me and Courtney were all like respectful, and now it's just like <laughs> the claws have come out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But um, now that we have come to our verdict of this episode, I um, am going to throw it to you two for a plug. So, Timmy, do you have anything to plug? Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) So, um, you can find me um, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok um, at uh, Queen Timothy I, and that's Queen spelled K W E E N because I'm not like other girls and it's Queen um, and then it's just Timothy and I I'm sure you can spell that phonetically I don't need to patronize you with the spelling of that part oh my god Scott <laughs> I am trying to make plugs right now okay <laughs> not the time okay <laughs> Just because I didn't go to Yale like you and did the Disney College program three times and had the best time in my life, while well, you had a, your nose stuck in a book like boring old bratty Bell. Um, oh, now Courtney's gonna come for me. Dang! Wow. <laughs> you me to her. My favorite princess. <laughs> oh my god! I can't even get back into this. Oh my gosh! I can't. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So you can again at, Qu- at Queen Timothy I with the special spelling for Queen. Um, you can mostly find me on Twitter because I'm obviously just arguing with people. I don't know where that came from. I just like to fight. Um, I just came here to fight. <laughs> I we I'm usually fight in the DMs, <laughs> and it's usually about other people. Um, <laughs> which it, it's like fun shade. It's True. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just it's just like how yeah. dare they say this on the podcast, no. um, <laughs> which is what I'm doing right now. Um, so it's not very different <laughs> on my Twitter. It's just very fun. Um, I am trying to revive my TikTok a little. I posted an HHN one that if you haven't seen it, um, I'm sure you would appreciate it. If you went to 29, I know Courtney has and went through this house with me. Um, so I, I think you'll appreciate it. I think the girlies and the gays of HHN will appreciate it very much. Um, and then Instagram is just fun. I post every so often. I'm trying to revive that too. Um, excuse me. Um, but other than that, I also um, have my own podcast in the Queen's Throne Room, which is just kind of a miscellaneous everything. We do some theme parks with Disney. Um, we do some horror movies. We do some regular movies. Um, we talk about like LGBTQ issues, um, personal stuff. I might do like reviews of certain experiences I do. Um, I'm possibly going to be doing a Marvel month um, because I'm very invested in WandaVision right now, which if you're not, um, fix yourself because you're missing out. Um, and all of that. Um, but also on top of that, uh, I want to unplug this. The um, the episode has not come out, um, but I did uh, recently. Uh, I will be. Uh, I, I well, I already did it, but it will be. Sh- it will be released soon. I think it's next week. I think it's supposed to come out. Um, I was on HHN 365 for their um, HHN trivia tournament. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're um a few of them. Yes. Uh, my friends um, from the Scream Queens—they both um, did it as well. Their episodes are already released, um, so you have to check those out. 
Um, and um, uh, Hunter, who we mentioned earlier in the episode, was on one of those as well. Um, so check those out. But I'm um, on one. And um, uh, definitely surprised by the outcome of that. Uh, so um, you'll definitely have to listen to see um, what happened with that and see if I made it to the finals. Um, so that's just like one last thing I want to plug. Um, but for um, my podcast, um, for any updates on that, you can follow that on my on the, my podcast Twitter at ITKTR Podcast, which is just um, the acronym for In the Clean Storm Room because that's um, kind of a lot to write for an ad. So just ITKTR Podcast. Um, that's where you can find me. Check me out. Thank you so much. And I do want to mention yes, that me they have. and Courtney have both been on Timmy's podcast. A few times. Um, and uh, yes, uh, I would describe Timmy's podcast for those of you who may not have fully like understood, which I don't know why you didn't. But I would describe it as mm-hmm. like if you yep. were jumping into Timmy's mind mm-hmm. alongside with him. It's very much an adventure, and I love Aww. it. And it's genuinely one of my Aww, favorite podcasts. Thank you. Yeah, it's very much all over the place. But I've talked with people. Like I was kind of nervous about doing something like that. But so far, everyone kind of likes that. It's like a new thing every every week, so you never know what's going to come. So it's fantastic. So I I listened to the ones you, with uh, Courtney and Scott. They it. both were on two. Um, Corny was actually on the debut, and then Scott was on the the second yes. episode. So, um, they're right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm most awesome. active on and Twitter. On there, I am Courtney Bueller, spelled like Ferris Bueller. Um. And then occasionally on Instagram, I am at Carousel of Courtney. On there, I post a lot of Orlando theme park related things and fun things I do around town. Um, as Timmy said, I've been on his podcast twice, so if you want to hear me there, um, it was his first full episode. We talked about Halloween Horror Nights, and I was on <laughs> an episode uh, right around Christmas where we talked about Christmas movies. So, two things I am probably equally as passionate about as I am about the Main Street Electrical Parade, so definitely uh, take a listen to those if you have not already. Yeah. And she also was featured for like a brief moment in my... Um review of um diet hhm because i i she let me stay at her house and bother her for four days <laughs> uh, we had a great time it was a party we did it was a blast <laughs> well thank you so much as for me guys you can follow me on twitter and at scott 021 or look up dyslexic you can follow me on instagram at dyslexic 96 and on tiktok at dyslexic and you can listen to the Dyslexic Podcast every week. So that's going to do it for us for this episode of Season 3. If you like this episode, you can check out all of Season 1 through 3 of Dyslexic and Season 1 and 2 of Ultimate Imagineer, mm-hmm. which Timmy competed on Season 2, so you'll have to see how that went, on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and so many more. If you really, really like this episode then share the show with your friends and family. I greatly appreciate it and love for it to grow for season three. And you can give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice, which will also help the show grow. So thank you all once again for joining us. Have an amazing week. Bye everybody.